0: he is risen
1: he is risen indeed hello and welcome to some assembly required our podcast over here at waynefleet bic church where we discuss life through the lens of our anabaptist roots my name is julie adams and i'm your host today and i am joined by pastor pat hand welcome pastor pat
0: Happy Monday, and it's the day after Easter, and what a wonderful, wonderful celebration uh, we had for Easter.
1: Yeah, isn't it great? It's always, uh, Easter's such a special time. It's like, what's better, Easter or Christmas? We're I not know, sure. I <laughs> know,
0: I know. They're both wonderful, and, and uh, being able to, you know, we, I'd like to think we celebrate resurrection every Sunday, yeah. you know, but there's just something special about Easter, yeah. And so it was, it was fun to be able to do the different things we had planned. And,
1: yeah, and the sunrise service is always mm-hmm. uh, just some, chilly. Some, sunrise
0: chilly, service. Chilly. Yep. Yes. But first
1: thing in the morning, as the sun's coming up, yep. it's uh, yep. it's lovely. And then the two services on Sunday.
0: Great day. Yeah. And and then we had Good Friday service on mm-hmm. on Friday and and. Um, good number of folks came out for that and we had communion and we kind of celebrated uh, the power of the blood of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and so yeah I, I thought um you know this is my last
1: I know you
0: know I, I'm now going through this list of last you know mm-hmm. uh, VBS will be my last you know oh and, and it's
1: flying by
0: and and not you know I not not in dying just uh, just as pastor right yes and so yeah it kind of hit me the other day that wow this is this is the my last uh, good friday and easter celebration yeah. with the church family as pastor and so yeah it's uh, it's maybe even more meaningful than than usual you know yeah, yeah. but it, it was wonderful to to look at an aspect of the resurrection that Yes, we celebrate the tomb, no doubt about it. Yeah, But the disciples didn't celebrate the empty tomb from the get-go.
1: No, they were, I don't know, sometimes I feel like they were a bit confused maybe or...
0: Definitely there was confusion. But I mean, to really fully grasp, you got to go, you, you got, in order to perceive what this is all about. And and the difference that it made in us as Christians—you mm-hmm. really got to take the story before the resurrection. Right. You, you've got to go back before Peter denies Jesus, Jesus, mm-hmm. and before Judas plants the kiss of betrayal, and and um, you, you got to go back to uh, even before that, uh, because there's so many there's so many important truths that Jesus was trying to teach the disciples. Mm-hmm. And, and on three occasions, he taught them that he was going to go to Jerusalem, he was going to be—injustice um, would be served upon him, and he would suffer, he would be tortured, um, and then he would, he would die on the cross.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But then he says, but I will rise three days later. Yeah. Now, he said that three times, and it didn't sink in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, but, you know, in their defense— if someone told you that and you'd never seen that happen or that was sort of... I mean, it's a bit of a foreign concept. This is like a one-time-in-the-whole-entire-history-of-the-world thing that has happened.
0: It is. So it is. So in
1: their defense, I can see why they what would... What
0: a push-over you are. <laughs> You're not going to give these guys a hard time. No, you bring up a good point. The, the, the point is... Um, we've had 2,000 years of teaching about this, yeah. looking back to the event yes. where they had not seen it happen yet. And, uh, it's interesting. There, there was a point where they were trying to dissuade Jesus from going to Jerusalem and finally gave up, uh, to the point where Thomas, uh, uh doubting Thomas, yeah. where Thomas said, well, let us go. Uh, let us also go that we may die with him. You know, yeah. Thomas was the life of the party. He, <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, kind of the Debbie Downer, but but I mean they understood that Jesus could be killed. Yeah. You know that part they understood, but I th- I think what they didn't understand was his mission. Mm, yeah. You know, th- they kind of thought that all oh, right, he's Messiah. He's he's gonna he's gonna teach Caesar a lesson. He's gonna throw these yeah. Roman occupiers out of here. That wasn't his mission, Mm-mm. you know.
1: Do you think his disciples also thought
0: mm-hmm.
1: that um, that he was setting up an earthly kingdom, like Renee talked about on Palm Sunday?
0: Yes, I, I do, because I think that's one reason Judas betrayed him. I think Judas. Um, Uh, He was a political zealot and wanted to see Rome overthrown. Mm. You know, Peter pulled out a sword and knocked off uh, a servant's ear, you know, when Jesus was taken and... And several of the other disciples uh, really kind of saw the political part of it, you know. Yeah. And so Jesus had really, for three years, been trying to teach them about the kingdom of God. Yeah. Bigger than any earthly kingdom that they were expecting him to overthrow. And instead of being armed with a sword, he's he's armed with something that I think is even more fierce mm-hmm. to some people. And that would be love. Yeah. You know, he's teaching... You know, love your neighbor as you love yourself, you know, he was teaching. Love your enemies and forgive those that that hurt you and mm-hmm. and don't seek revenge and and all of these things that um that, that, that doesn't jive well when you're expecting somebody to come in and ride a white stallion and lead yeah. the army against Rome.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the expectation
0: like Renee was
1: did not meet yeah.
0: Yeah. So their expectation did not meet uh, the reality of Jesus mm-hmm. and his mission. They did not, could not understand God's kingdom is bigger than all of that, right? Yeah. And um, I, I think um, as an American, we see that in the evangelical church in the States, uh, particularly, uh, this idea of, of Jesus, you know, he's, yeah, he was a Jew, but, but really... He'd be an American if he was on the earth today. You know? <laughs> and he'd be a Republican. Okay. Yeah, for you know. sure. <laughs> so so I, th- I think even today, Christians have a, a hard concept of understanding what the mission and um, the message of Christ. Yep. Um, I, I think they still get it wrong today, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was interesting that here are these disciples that Oh man, maybe people are in good company today. They, they, they just kind of find themselves in a time of unbelief. Mm-hmm. They've just been slapped around in life, and faith has just kind of been pummeled out of them. You know? Yeah. And uh, the last two years, what we've gone through, and and uh, I was talking to a young mom from our church. Uh, bumped into her at the grocery store, and I just asked, "How much of your groceries gone up?" You know? And, oh. And, you know, I mean, people are thousands of dollars a year more oh, with yeah. the same income, you know. Yeah. And so it can be discouraging if there's more month than there is money. And and I, I think people um, are, have uh, just gone through a, a tough time, whether it's politics or whether it's COVID or whether it's mm-hmm. finances. And, and so I, I think that I think this Easter, what Jesus was facing and the disciples is very similar today, you know, of what people are having to endure or going through in their lives. Mm -hmm. So I think this message is really important that God's kingdom, we can't lose focus that everything we're struggling through on this earth is so small in comparison to God's eternal forever kingdom you know, Mm -hmm. and that's what Jesus was trying to get across to these guys, you know, so Jesus resurrects, but these guys don't believe it, you know, you, you, you go to Luke chapter 24 and, and the ladies come back telling them that two angels told him that he's, that Jesus is alive and he's risen. Yep. And it says in Luke 24 verse 11, but the story sounded like nonsense Hmm. to, to the men. To the disciples. So they didn't believe it, you know? And so I'm going, hmm. They traveled with Jesus for three years. Yep. And this is the best they could come up with, you know? But I can't be too hard on them because I think we've had the written scriptures, you know, for for the last 2,000 years, and don't we do the same thing? Yep. Right? When we get slapped around in life, I think sometimes we, we just do the same thing. we get dejected, we get discouraged, we mm-hmm. get I quit. no I'm not believing you know So the same thing still happens yeah. right? And I, I think I think when Paul wrote in Romans chapter 6 this powerful statement that the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you mm-hmm. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. Man, this is this is resurrection power. This is the result of Christ mm-hmm. uh, going to the cross and then resurrecting. And um, and so for for over a week, uh, these disciples are are living and languishing in this unbelief and. Uh, being discouraged and frustrated and and just they just feel so down yeah you know everything that they thought was going to happen
1: didn't, ha- didn't didn't materialize go that, way. that yeah. way
0: so was all this a sham mm, you know that's where the, yeah. that's where the nonsense they just can't they can't factor it so you know it's, it's kind of like you want to ask yourself you know the same question maybe somebody listening today my question is do they need a new day do they need new hope and new life? Mm-hmm. I'm glad the story doesn't end there, even with the resurrection. I'm, I'm glad that the story goes on where in John 21, um, they're dejected, they're discouraged. Mm-hmm. They said, I'm going fishing which is what they used to do right so yeah. they're falling back on what they used to do D-
1: yep go with what you know go mm-hmm. with what
0: you know and so they fish all night and they don't catch a thing I mean that's adding insult to injury right yeah and so they look on the shore early in the morning and there's a guy there and and so what's Jesus do you know Jesus uh, he did a men's breakfast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which guys we're having another one yep. May seventh. Yeah, so, eight thirty A.M. Uh, <laughs> all right, boy, that's a shameless plug, isn't it? But uh but we find we find Jesus on the shore. He's got breakfast going, he's got fish in the pan, he's got bread that he's cooked, and and so they recognize him and they swim to shore and they row the boat and and they have a net full of fish that Jesus had told them where to drop their nets and, yeah. and so they're I mean, wow, it's the good old days again. Yeah. You know, he's alive. And I think what's interesting here uh, for this Easter for us to remember is that the resurrection birthed the, the church mm-hmm. because uh, Jesus um, ascends back to heaven. He tells, yeah. he tells the believers to wait in Jerusalem and to be in prayer and waiting. Uh, the beautiful story of Pentecost where God's spirit is, is uh, given to each of these folks. Mm-hmm. And they go from dejected and frustrated and uh, just shuffling their feet and mumbling to themselves and unbelief. They, they go from that to a group of energized, passionate mm-hmm. uh, followers of Jesus who... Who uh, Peter at Pentecost, he's the guy who preaches the message where forty days earlier he had denied Jesus three times. Yeah, I love that's that. That's crazy. And so you go from a denier to somebody who's professing who Jesus is in a powerful way. Three thousand people come to know Christ. And the early church is birthed into this this fire, into mm-hmm. this, into this passion and the spirit of God at work and um religion couldn't do that Mm
1: -mm.
0: you know um trying to trying to psych yourself up only lasts so long yeah something supernatural happened to these guys and Mm -hmm. to the men and women to the followers of Jesus and so much so that Peter who led quite a movement to uh to, to reach Jews and then he led the church as a early church leader in Jerusalem and he wrote two New Testament books. Um, mm-hmm. Here's a guy who, uh, probably in his 60s, uh, is crucified. Yeah. But he didn't feel worthy to be crucified so he did upside like down, Jesus. Right? Yeah. yeah, he's crucified upside down, which would be excruciating. Yeah. And then, then you got somebody like Thomas, Doubting Thomas,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who was ignited in his faith and preached all over the, uh, the, the Orient. Uh, the, the, the Middle East ends up um, ends up being martyred mm-hmm. in modern day what today is India and is buried there you know um, Mary Magdalene mm-hmm. was a, a prostitute uh, who became um Tradition says that she became a pastor in what would today be Turkey. Hmm. Uh, Some traditions say that he and John, she and John uh, married. Mm -hmm. Uh, But nonetheless, Mary Magdalene was, uh, died in a long way from home, uh, preaching the gospel of Jesus. Andrew, Peter's brother, uh, went as far as what would be modern day Russia today with the gospel. And John, as far as we know, John is the only Disciple to live to old age. Really? Yeah. <laughs> now he was um, he was boiled in oil yep. but didn't die so I'm sure he was scarred. Oh. He, he was exiled to an island for yep. many, many years. Uh, the, during that time he wrote the book of Revelation. So uh, it really is an amazing story of um, dejection, unbelief, um, this idea of no purpose mm-hmm. uh, questions they go from that to being these powerful men and women ignited by faith ignited by a resurrected Savior ignited yeah. by the Spirit of God and I just think that is the message we need to hear today mm-hmm. I think our the church today not, not only our church but the big C church needs a brand new excitement yeah. that can't be psyched up it is a it is a, a visitation of the Holy Spirit of God mm-hmm. to revive us, to, to empower, ignite, impassion our faith once again. And I think that's what the resurrection is about. And that's what our next study is about yes. coming up. Yes, uh, life, on purpose, life on purpose. Or on I'm purpose, I'm sorry. On purpose, yeah. So we're, we're, looking at, we're looking at, well, what is that? If if what, what you're saying is right, if we're to be living in light of the resurrection, mm-hmm. um, then I go on to say we need to be living in the light of the imminent return mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. And so if we, are, if we are to live this impassioned, ignited life because of the resurrection, we have this purpose that at any, at any moment Jesus could return. What does that life look like? Yeah. What what does a follower of Jesus, what should be on purpose in our life? What mm-hmm. should we be doing? What should we, how should we be? Yeah. And So we're going to look at that in the next series beyond Easter. Yes. And and I think it is this idea that, Jesus, we need you to ignite us once again yeah. like you did at Pentecost. You know, the early So what church.
1: does that look like? Like what can we like physically do mm-hmm. or how do we... How do we do that you know yeah, yeah
0: that's a great question because this this whole idea of worship at Easter it can't happen if you don't know who you're worshiping yeah if you don't know if you don't know what he's what Jesus has done how can you be excited and worship Jesus if you don't know him if yeah. you don't know what he's done yep. and so I think I think that we as believers today need a, a brand new excitement
1: mm-hmm.
0: of, of reading Jesus' teachings, of reading about the life of Jesus in the Gospels, and asking, asking God to speak to us mm-hmm. afresh again, not just on Sundays, but where, where we put the Bible on our lap and, and, um, and fall in love with Jesus again by getting to know him. Mm -hmm. and i I think that's an important thing to do i think the second thing is i think that we should become people of prayer again yeah where i think we uh, where we spend time with with the lord saying we're waiting on you Mm -hmm. we're wanting you to ignite our faith we're we're inviting you um your spirit to be at work in our lives and 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 then recognizing that's the third thing, recognizing when Jesus is doing that. Yeah, It, it doesn't mean that, that you and I are going to go stand on a soapbox down in the middle of Welland and start preaching, you know? <laughs> Somebody
1: call the cops on it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they might. I, I think what it means is that I think the Lord can use us in a brand new way in our own homes, in our neighborhoods, and where mm-hmm. we work, and the people that are in our lives, and uh, and that we're not just on this earth to work a job and raise a family and die. Oh, no, no. We are on purpose here. Mm-hmm. And God has a purpose for the church. And finding that purpose again and getting excited uh, about what life really is about. And that's what I hope Easter this year and going into our new series, On Purpose, I hope that that will help ignite that in our lives. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that's exciting. I'm looking forward to this next series. Can you remind us what uh, um, chapter it is or Mm -hmm. what part of the Bible we're We're, looking at?
0: We're looking principally in 1 Thessalonians, and we're zeroing in on chapters 4 and 5.
1: All right, so if you've got some time and you want to take Pat's words to heart, you can read through those chapters.
0: Very easy to read, very, very short books. And uh, the uh, First Thessalonians has five chapters, and they they read very quickly, but boy, there's a particularly the last part of chapter four going into chapter five. There's just some mini sermons in there. Yeah, you know? uh, it's going to be a great series.
1: Yeah, awesome. Thank you very much, Pat. Um, If you would like to get in touch with Pat and um, discuss any of this, Mm -hmm. or if you are new to, especially if you're new to listening to the podcast, maybe... um,
0: Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Yes. Pat's email address is pat at com, or you can reach me at julie at Wainfleetbic.com. Um, So we'd love to hear from you. And uh, I'd also like to mention another maybe shameless plug, if you will. Go Go visit our website, waynefleetbic.info, to the calendar section. Mm -hmm. And you can find our upcoming events. Um, You know, a lot of restrictions are lifted, and we have got tons of exciting things coming up. So uh, we'd love to see you there in person. Even if you generally tune in online or just listen to the podcast, come and see um, come visit us in person if this is your first time.
0: Come I on. had some folks Sunday and last couple of Sundays that have been following us online that were in person yeah. on Sunday. And so whether you're in person or whether you're our online church, we're just glad to have you. And uh, it, yeah, let's, uh, let's go through this together.
1: Yes, thank you for tuning in and we look forward to connecting with you again next week. Have a great week.
0: You are loved. Take care.